She howls, she bites, she wants to take me down with all of her might. She snarls, she growls, but now I'm ready to put up a fight. I've been in therapy for a hundred years, and there's a piece that I finally found. I've let go of so many fears, and she is not gonna kick me around. I'm taming my inner critic. You're not welcome here anymore. I'm taming my inner critic. Allow me to kick you out the door. I love that song by Karen Drucker. It's been my theme song for a while, but I'm happy to say I've got a really good handle on my inner critic these days, and I hope you do as well. I'm Judy Ray, and welcome to my first Wild Woman Wisdom podcast. I am excited to be sharing some of what I've learned in my many decades and to hopefully shine some light into what sometimes might feel like darker places and also to have some fun. Now today, in honor of Global Forgiveness Day, I want to talk about forgiveness and what I've learned about forgiveness in the past 20 years on my healing quest. Forgiveness has been a practice recommended in spiritual and biblical teachings throughout time as one of the most important healing tools available to all of us. What I've learned is that it's easier said than done. It's important to note that forgiveness does not mean you accept or approve of what happened, only that you're choosing to let go of the anger and the bad feelings that arose from it. 20 years ago, when we started shooting segments for our television show, Healing Quest, on PBS stations, we were hearing from doctors around the world and here in the U.S. about the importance forgiveness played in the mind-body connection. Many of them felt it was an essential piece of their patient's healing. Where they found unforgiveness of themselves or others in their patients, they found a direct connection to disease states in their bodies. They were finding that when patients addressed the places in themselves where they had been unable to forgive and that they found ways to release that unforgiveness, they were often somehow able to release the pain and the dis-ease or, or the discomfort from their bodies. In fact, some of their health issues would just gradually go away. In the first season of Healing Quest TV and all subsequent seasons, the idea of forgiveness presented itself from many different points of view, not just from doctors and healers. The one that stands out for me among all of them was a story we did in the early days of the International Forgiveness Alliance. I was invited to a home in Walnut Creek, California, where they were having a meeting, and Marianne Williamson was their guest speaker and was part of the alliance, I think, pretty much from the beginning. My friend who had invited me said, bring your crew and come and do an interview with Marianne. So, of course, I jumped at the opportunity. Now, to be clear, Healing Quest was not even on the air yet, but we were just beginning to shoot stories. So off I went to interview Marianne. But to my surprise, when I got there, she had not been informed of my interview. And to be fair, we weren't even on the air yet. So she had never heard of us. And again, to my surprise, she was unable to to do the interview that day. Well, several people were attending because of their own forgiveness stories and issues. So like 
any good producer, I was there and I wanted to make it worth my while. I felt like I, I really needed to get something that day. So, so I pivoted and I asked my friend Jan, who had invited me uh, to see if anyone had an interesting story and if they would be willing to be interviewed on camera. Now, I interviewed Robert Platt, the founder of the Alliance, and then Jan introduced me to a woman named Abigail, who she said had a very powerful story. Abigail sat down in front of me and began to tell me her story. I was transfixed. I mean, this was a woman who, through her work with The Course in Miracles, found it in herself to forgive the man who was currently on death row in San Quentin for the murder of her daughter. I was deeply touched. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, I could never do that. If someone murdered one of my children or anyone I loved, no way. And I certainly don't ever want to know if I could do that or not. Well, had Marianne been available that day, I probably would not have heard Abigail's story. But I believe things happen for a reason, even if we don't understand that reason at the time. That, for me, was the beginning of a new understanding of what forgiveness really means. It doesn't mean you condone the behavior or that you forget what happened or that you trust that person is not going to hurt you again. You don't have to have them in your life. It's about forgiving them so you can move on. To set yourself free, to lighten your heart so you don't have to carry around all that anger and vengefulness that really only hurts you, not the other person. Now, I know that was an extreme case, and I sincerely hope that none of you ever have to deal with that kind of forgiveness. As it turned out, I did. I did have to deal with that when my brother was murdered a few years later. I was very grateful for what I had learned about forgiveness. Unfortunately, I was really going to be tested. But I want to say that I was able, at the end of a very long, drawn-out trial, to stand up at the end of that trial when the two men were convicted. That, that's when they, they let the family have an opportunity to, to speak to them. I told them I forgave them, and that I, I wasn't doing it for them. I was doing it for myself because I didn't want to carry that anger around with me the rest of my life. I can honestly say that it really helped me to heal. I didn't forget, and I never will. But because of what I had learned, I'm not carrying it around. Now, my dad took a different approach, which is probably the more common one. He basically told them he hoped that they would rot in hell. I still have a bumper sticker that I found when we moved a few years ago that Abigail gave me. It says, forgiveness giving up all hope for a better past. We can't change the past, but I have learned we can change how we want to live right now. And when you forgive, you can change the future. And by the way, I did interview author and spiritual teacher Marianne Williamson Oh, a few years later at a Forgiveness Alliance meeting in Marin County after Healing Quest was on the air on PBS stations. You know what they say, timing is everything. This is one of my favorite quotes from that interview. 
Forgiveness, because it affects the mind on such a deep level. It affects the heart, it affects the emotions, it affects the psyche. So of course, as forgiveness frees your heart, absolutely, it helps to heal your body. I am not saying it's easy. I am saying, give it a try. It's worth the effort. Under ordinary circumstances, I find personally that the hardest person to forgive is myself. You know, when we think of forgiveness, most of the time we think of forgiving others. Personally, I have found that forgiving myself is one of the hardest things to do, especially if you're the kind of person that beats yourself up, which I've noticed is, is, is really not that uncommon. Now, I've never really done anything that I would consider unforgivable, but it's the little things or the choices we make that maybe don't have the outcome we were hoping to have, that we sometimes have a hard time forgiving or the hurt that we might have caused others, even unintentionally, because it's just not what they wanted. So on those days, when I start to beat myself up over something, I practice something else that I learned about forgiveness. It's a, it's a chant or a Hawaiian prayer called Ho'oponopono. And it's a prayer of forgiveness to forgive yourself, not others. It's, it's, a, it's a prayer you say for yourself. It's something you do for you from you. And it goes like this. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Now you can say those four lines in any order. I, I, I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. And just over and over again, either in your head or out loud, I have found that it really helps shift my thoughts in my mood. So you may want to give that a try. You know, to err is human. To forgive is smarter. Studies show that those inclined to forgive enjoy better physical and mental health than those prone to grudges. Now I want to leave you today with one of my favorite songs from my friend, author, singer, and songwriter Karen Drucker with her version of the Ho'oponopono chant. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, mahalo, I love you, aloha, I'm sorry, please forgive me. If you're interested in uh, watching the interviews with Marianne Williamson, you can find them on the Healing Quest YouTube channel. Thanks for joining me on my maiden voyage. I'm looking forward to next time. I'm Judy Ray, and you're listening to Wild Woman Wisdom. My worth